0: This is the Head On Collision Podcast. So, how have you been feeling about the sauna sessions we've been doing post workout?
1: I feel really good about them all, to be honest with you, dude. Um, we've been doing uh, what for the last couple days here, just hitting the sauna right afterwards, try to 10, 15, 20 minutes, trying to hit somewhere in between there. And it's getting easier every day, but to get back into it from what we used to be, we were used to, used to do separately, like we used to hit the sauna, you know. Each of us would go for a long extended amount of time. So it takes a little bit of time to get back into it. But there's so many great benefits from it that why would we not do the sauna?
0: Exactly. Now that most gyms have access to it. But I honestly have to say I don't think I've been in a sauna this hot.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the same with me. Like We stepped into this one at at the Genesis gym we're at right now. And going from a gym, well, we went, I went from a gym who had one, but it was always on like 100, and anywhere from 110 to 160 at the hottest, and then went to, uh, you know, the next gym that we were both training at together, and we'd had no sauna, and now stepping into this one, and this one we has not gone below 190 every time we've been there, literally. <laughs> and it's a nice sauna, too, so um, pretty nice little place we got going right now, but yeah, it's ridiculously hot compared to the other places I've been to.
0: Yeah, I think I've... The first time I tapped out right around the 10-minute mark, I think we made it to 15 yesterday. But
1: Yeah, one of the biggest things I've noticed with you is, like, you move. You're always moving. Like, and you told me, you know, don't let your joints sit like that. You don't like to do that. But it's you're all constantly up and moving, and I'm, like, one of those guys in the sauna. I'm just, like, S- chill, same spot. Let the, let the sweat drip in, the, in a puddle blow me. But you're, like, always up, moving around, <laughs> stretching, moving, so. Yeah,
0: because I've had so many knee issues, I have to... I use that heat and my body being more pliable as a way to, like, put oh, me in for sure. ranges of motion or put me in positions where it would be hard for me to get in otherwise, and then I try to get comfortable in those positions. So, eventually, my mobility will increase. Just the, the heat helps muscle pliability and, like, just being able to move properly and get into positions that would be harder for me otherwise.
1: For sure, I think a big part of the very first day we went in, I was kind of telling you one of my biggest things is, you know, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable, and that is an uncomfortable place to be. You know, it's a relaxing place to be, but like once you get used to it. But for the first couple times, you're like almost your body almost hits this like panic state. So being comfortable just with you know sitting in that really really hot environment and just I focus on my breathing and focus on like my mind and my thoughts. And that's what the biggest thing I use in the sauna, especially when we get down to those last couple minutes, especially that last minute that we're in there when we know it's time to get out, but we're just like, all right, time to just basically like a, a burnout set <laughs> go until we can't possibly go anymore. But yeah, there's, like I said, so many benefits from the sauna. So we've been incorporating that we're going to keep going on a pretty, pretty steady from here on out. Right.
0: I'm probably, so the, all the studies were done. At at least four sessions a week, but I think I'm going to do six to seven. Like, Yeah,
1: I, I don't think there's any reason why we shouldn't be in the sauna every single time we go to the gym. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Especially just post-workout. It has so many benefits for retaining. So it elevates growth hormone. It has benefits for uh, retaining muscle tissue. So even when you're in a calorie deficit or cutting, you can retain more muscle tissue using something like a sauna therapy or sauna they call it sauna bathing in a lot of the studies, but using that for 15 to 20 minutes, their tested range was between 165 degrees and 175 degrees. So we're we're a little
1: above that. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's what we're going to talk about mostly today is like the benefits of the sauna and like just using the sauna in your everyday uh, everyday training. But um, there, are obviously, there are several different kinds of saunas. What are like the big? What are the, what's your most favorite kind of sauna? And then what are the other ones out there?
0: Oh well, there's the infrared saunas, and then there's just the normal like stone dry saunas, and then are you considering like the steam sa saun- steam things a sauna or?
1: I consider it more a steam room. Um, to be honest with you, it's just yeah. more of a steam room. But I mean, it uh, the temperatures are, it makes you feel hot you probably sweat even though it's hard to tell what's sweat and what's just water accumulation. Yep. Um, but I've heard a lot of good things. I mean, it makes me feel good to go into a steam room and sit in the steam room for a long time. But I do know that I can sit in a steam room for 45 minutes and, you know, shoot the breeze with somebody. But in a sauna, there's, it's just very, <laughs> let's get in, get our session done and get out. Cause that's ridiculous. But I think the one we're using right now is just one of the regular, the dry rock saunas, right? Yep.
0: Exactly. So, the steam rooms, even though they might feel hotter sometimes, or they they definitely feel hot, they can get hot. They don't get nearly as hot as the dry saunas because otherwise your skin would burn from the humidity. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it has to lower the humidity to be able to get to that level of heat
1: yeah and i think a lot of times too like i've as many times as i did used to use the steam room working at lifetime fitness they have that really nice one there and we used to sit in it for me and the other trainers used to sit in it for a long time and i think the only day that i've gotten into that like point of oh man i need to hurry up and get out of here was once and we spent like 45 minutes to an hour in the steam room so it takes a long time for you to even get to that point to where you would in a dry sauna um, or an infrared sauna like so much longer so that's just a dead giveaway that it's not nearly as nice and nearly as hot as what the the other ones provide
0: yeah but i'm sure as soon as you hit that long enough point your core body temperature is still going to elevate to a point where you'll get the heat shock protein Mm -hmm. benefit so that's kind of your body's so heat's a stress so that heat shock protein response is our body's response to stress and that's what puts into action all the health benefits of the sauna
1: of the sauna so what are heat shock proteins then
0: basically the only way i can describe it it's basically a gene expression that triggers a response like a adaption response gotcha what would your definition be i heard you talk you had a good definition of
1: it. Yeah, so basically heat, when that heat shock happens, it's you have your DNA in your body, which is your transcription of how your genes are, and then you have your RNA, which is a copy of it that actually makes proteins. So when that heat shock hits, that triggers that, that uh, RNA to make more proteins and send it throughout your system. So um, just by hitting that period in the sauna, like you trigger this protein release, that helps you basically mobilize all these genes from your RNA that's copied from your DNA. So you get more protein transcription and you get a lot more protein synthesis just from hitting this point. And you can feel it too. Like when we're in there sitting there for a long time, like it is almost an instantaneous thing. You sit there, you enjoy it, you're comfortable, you relax, and then bam, it's just like it hits you hard. And you're like, oh, I know what's happening right now. So of course, that's how it is for me.
0: Oh, that's how it is for me too. You know, once you hit that point, because that's when you start. It's almost like a panic. You're like, oh, time to get out, time to
1: get out, yep, time to get out. Definitely, and that's when we hit that mark. Where yesterday, while you were there, and I was like, let's let's wait just a little bit longer. We could do a little bit longer, and then it hit me, and I was like, yep, we're out. <laughs> so there's
0: plenty of times where I've like been ready to walk out, and I've like stood by the door and I'm, like 30, 29. Twenty-eight, yeah, exactly. 26,
1: Twenty-five, and we just found out there's a clock outside the door too, which yeah. we missed the first couple times, but.
0: <laughs> no. But I feel like we had a pretty strong guess of.
1: Oh yeah, we do. I mean, it and like I said, when you don't have that clock in there, or we did we didn't know that there was a clock in there. It's a constant battle of, I can say a little bit longer, a little bit longer, a little bit longer, because we can't time ourselves. So yeah, yeah. So it kind of helps out a little bit more in my sense, but that's how I think. But yeah.
0: Yeah, so um, I know why I like to do it. There's literally a list of probably 15 different health benefits. So we're going to cover probably two to three of the main ones.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And we'll kind of touch briefly on the others just to give a heads up for people that just want to know the overall benefits. But, yeah, what are the big ones that we want to cover today?
0: Probably going to be on the performance side of thing, the elevated growth hormone levels and the elevated um, – well, the – it stops your body from breaking down muscle tissue. So uh, muscle protein synthesis is one side of it, and then uh, mu- muscle protein breakdown is the other side. So when you're preventing the muscle protein breakdown, that's why when people are in a calorie deficit, you retain more lean muscle mass if you use the sauna.
1: Oh, okay, protein. gotcha. So for, like, especially people who are trying to, um, in, in a cutting phase, or even people, like... Uh, A weight loss client or a weight loss somebody who's just focusing on losing a massive amount of weight, losing that weight with keeping as much muscle on as possible
0: Yep, and one of the other big aspects is going to be detox, there's uh, toxins or systems in your body that can only detox through sweat, so no matter how healthy you're eating, no matter all the other variables you take for detox there are some things that can only flush out of your body through sweat so there's a huge benefit of detoxing with your steam rooms or your saunas for that reason, just the pure sweat, losing toxins through sweat.
1: For sure, definitely. So, what are So, we just talked a little bit about the performance side of things. So, let's talk about that. What are the, some of the biggest things that you're gonna find benefits from going to the sauna on a performance aspect?
0: Well, performance, you're gonna increase uh, muscle pliability. So, you're gonna get, you're gonna, there's a lot of benefits to reducing risk of injury. Based on elevated growth hormone levels, uh, that protein breakdown is basically increasing your repair time. So it's going to lower your um, recovery time needed between training sessions. And then the growth hormone's going to help regenerate any damaged tissues. And on a cellular level, it's also saunas are one of the biggest things. Saunas and fasting are two of the biggest things for longevity. Any of the biohacks, you can listen to a lot of different doctors talk about it. Dr. Rhonda Patrick's a huge one. She's a huge component of uh, heat therapies and cold therapies. But mainly on the sauna side of things or the heat therapy side of things, she's big on it actually regenerates damaged DNA. It's one of the only things that can regenerate damaged DNA. And I've even seen one study link it to... uh, being one of the only things to help reverse type 2 diabetes.
1: Wow, that's amazing.
0: Or type 1. Which type 1 is... Which one's the genetic one? Fuck. I know this.
1: Yeah. It's like a good question. I know type 2 is way, way worse than type 1.
0: Yeah. I think type 2 is the genetic one. Or it's more of a genetic thing than type 1 is what people eat themselves into. Type 2 type two yep perfect yep so sauna is the only one of the only things to help actually make a noticeable impact on type two
1: yeah for sure definitely i know one of the biggest things from doc, dr marcola is one of the guys that puts out a lot of amazing stuff out there for for basically for everybody but especially on the performance side of things uh, one of the things he, he quotes on using saunas for endurance is acclimating yourself to heat independent of your aerobic physical activity through sauna use also helps boost endurance because it induces adaptations in your body that will make it easier for you to perform when your body temperature elevates. And there's several studies that are done based on this. One of the biggest ones that he, we see as well is um, is on his page here um, is those who had who use 30-minute sauna sessions twice a week increased their workout the time it took to run until exhaustion. So run until your max workload, essentially, by 30%, more than 30%, just by doing sauna twice a week. And we talked about doing ours like... You know at least four times a week but yeah like like i said there isn't shouldn't be any reason why we shouldn't be in there if we're in using the gym for all the other benefits it gets out of it but just for a sense of mass uh, mass exhaustion and um, improving cardiovascular health too is huge and there's also several studies that are done that on using the sauna and how it can lower your heart rate too but just on an everyday basis when it's used to that stress that normal stress on your body
0: for sure and they've done um, studies on chronic pain syndromes through uh, a New Zealand study where patients with headaches reported 44% reduction in headaches headache intensity within 6 weeks of sauna treatment Then arm, knee, back pain. They've seen similar things where uh, close to half of the participants noticed a major reduction in uh, almost every pain syndrome. So headaches, joint pain, stuff like that. They've shown multiple people with multiple different types of injuries to see big pain reduction just simply by using the sauna.
1: So you talked a little bit about muscle atrophy and like how it helps decrease that. But, I know there's a big study on rats and that stuff that that shows exactly how that is. Go into that and kind of how it can be definitely used towards people who are trying to lose a lot of body fat without losing a lot of muscle.
0: Yep. So Dr. Rhonda Patrick, I think she talked about it when she was interviewed by Dr. Marcola. She went into the study that they did on rats where they were they would basically cast the back half of rats for extended periods of time and the ones that didn't get any heat shock proteins or heat therapies they lost tw- over twice as much muscle mass as the ones that uh got the heat shock or got the heat shock proteins or the heat treatments where their uh percent of muscle mass lost well in a cast like, mm-hmm. no movement they completely yep stopped your ability to do any movement with those joints to be able to prevent muscle atrophy with something as severe as being casted. I don't know if you've ever had a cast on, but like normally you pull it off after four to six weeks and you notice a huge Production, you can see the atrophy
1: for sure and that's actually i've never had a cast on ever so i was fortunate enough not to have to go through that but i've seen what it does firsthand from other people friends and family who've had that stuff too and it's it is really ridiculous not being able to use those muscles for that long how much how bad that works but just like like i said on a you know weight loss or cutting you know mindset this is one of the best ways to maintain that muscle mass i mean 30 percent retention in a rat that couldn't move its leg like that was proven like imagine if you are moving and you're actually trying to do things how much more you could um, benefit from using the sauna and having maintaining that muscle mass especially when you're trying to lose mass amounts of weight because for i guess for myself Um, and you from going from that huge, you know, being really, really big, really heavy, high body fat percentage to super low. I mean, we both know how much muscle you lose by getting down to that, you know, from that really heavy point to that really low point. And everybody does. if you have a big goal, especially like hundred plus pounds you want to lose, you're going to lose muscle with it. It's just a matter of how much can you retain while you lose all that weight. So this is just another huge benefit. Using the sauna is going to help you keep as much of that on as possible.
0: Yep, yeah, for sure. And I just found another study that confirmed your two exhaustion point that you made earlier. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every study that goes into anything athletic, they all talk about how much it increased the time to exhaustion. So how much longer you can push at max capacity before your toast. So, there's benefits for heart health, too. One of the big things is mitigating inflammation. So, it helps mitigate the C-reactive proteins, which is the inflammation marker in your body. And chronic inflammation is one of the things that lead to endless diseases. They've correlated rate right to cancer. They've correlated to a lot of arthritis. All kinds of stuff where it's a medical disease, but really they're just states of chronic inflammation. Over time, which can be managed. And then de- de- detoxification. So, that whole topic. I'm scrolling through Hindawi. Oh, I mean, yeah. So one of the websites I found, but this is probably one of the more in depth studies I've seen.
1: Yeah, for sure. What's in it the-
0: called when they take the a big group of studies and try to find the common? Because that's what this is, because they're referencing, like, tons of different studies that were done.
1: Yeah, I think uh, in order to have, like, what the scientific method is, like, to get into really basic school stuff, <laughs> yeah. I think what you have several different studies that confirm the same thing is when you can actually publish it as, like, a scientific, like, not discovery, but, like, a scientific uh, a paper or, like, uh, you know... That just that sense. huge gathering of information. So they have to do several different studies because obviously if they do one and it turns out right, it's not really enough to do much on it. But yeah, just to give you an idea. But for the most part, several different studies have been on it. And one of the big ones, too, obviously sauna, sauna use can be a huge help for recovery. And part of that has to do with the increased blood flow you get to the skeletal muscle in your system. So obviously when you heat your body temperature up like that, it helps with that as well. But... Um, one of the biggest things is is the recovery aspect of of being in the sauna. So kind of going, how does that help you with your recovery after you get done with a workout?
0: Uh, basically, it's going to help. The more blood you can get into the muscle, the more nutrients you're going to carry to that muscle. Absolutely. So that's one of the biggest aspects is going to be how much blood, how much you can recycle the lactic acid buildup in there. And, again, how much nutrients you can drive into that muscle to increase recovery time. And then, also, you're getting the added protein benefits from how you explain the RNA and DNA. Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: So that plays a huge role in cell regeneration as well as skeletal muscle
1: Yeah, for sure. So, on a performance level and somebody that's just not really focused on performance, but more of a long longevity um, standpoint, those are both amazing things that can help. We did talk, you did mention a little bit about human growth hormone. It seems like there are several things out there on sauna and human growth hormone benefit. What are some of the biggest benefits from sitting in the sauna compared to the human growth hormone that you can get out of it?
0: Well, that huge spike, obviously it has everything to do with recovery, but it's the most potent fat loss hormone in your body. So what it's going to do is it mimics our highest points of natural growth hormone, which is around sleep and around sex. So... Now, if you use sauna, you've you have a way to m- like mimic that huge spike in growth hormone simply by putting yourself in a setting that is hot.
1: Gotcha. <laughs> so for sure,
0: it's such a simple way to get such a powerful hormone response, and that hormone response again is responsible for everything from regenerating uh, injuries, so lig- so inflammation, injuries from. Uh, Tears, muscle tears, uh, ligaments, tendon strains, all these things, the time to recovery can be decreased by how often you can spike that growth hormone. So basically like why rest was so important or why everyone pushes rest is because during sleep you're going to get into the yeah, uh, those, thieves, yep, those rim cycles and yep.
1: non-rim cycles where you get that huge, massive uh, amounts of human growth hormone. I know one of the biggest things, especially that Dar- Dr. Mercola um, talks about, is once you hit the age of thirty, like that HGH response is like drops ridiculously low, and a lot of people choose to supplement with it. But he literally talks about how big of benefit you can get from just using the sauna to get those levels right back up especially after 30 but then if you think about your performance athlete like you and myself who are both what 22 and 23 years old you know pretty fairly young you know being able to do that um and use that human growth hormone uh and get those benefits out of it at our age obviously is huge for maintaining a low body fat percentage as well as Maintaining the muscle and putting on more muscle than what we could if we weren't using the sauna. So, just more reasons for, especially on the performance side of things. um, That's you know one of the biggest pros to getting in the sauna routine and using the sauna um, regularly, especially after your workouts.
0: For sure. And then they correlated again to mental health, like this uh, this study directly targets depression and they've seen uh, 20 patients diagnosed with mild depression reported improvement, uh, improved, so what is it, somatic complaints? mm mm-hmm. yep. So they literally improved or mitigated their mild depression symptoms, symptoms by exposing their body to the stress, which I feel like a lot of depression could be mitigated by putting yourself in stressful situations. I feel like people try to be way too comfortable nowadays and that stress of doing something hard and achieving something, I feel like
1: puts you in that depression state almost instantly. Like,
0: well, I feel like it can get you out of it because people that don't exercise, well, people that exercise can get, it can get you out of that state but if you're not for I sure present.
1: definitely yeah so if you're not using it it can kind of when you have something like that happen it just like brings you down really hard but being able to use being able to use the sauna and like have those instances, like i said before getting comfortable with being uncomfortable helps kind of mitigate that big time too as well but yeah so a lot of stuff a little bit of stuff on what you said anxiety and depression stuff like that for overall longevity what else have you found on kind of just overall health
0: Overall health, they looked at uh, HDL and lipid panels being improved by the heat shock proteins. One of the biggest things when you're looking into the studies for longevity, everyone's going to target the DNA, reco- like regeneration of the DNA. Yeah,
1: and that all happens with heat shock, right? That heat shock proteins.
0: Yep, so you definitely have to hit that point where you get that big stress response that's when you're going to get all the benefits.
1: Yeah, and we talk a little bit about being able to feel that spot, but is there, like, a sweet spot for it? Do they give, like, a time limit for that heat shock protein to happen or that synthesis? Like, you tell me. Well, most of the
0: studies, like I said, were done at about 20 minutes at between 165 and 175 degrees. So the goal, I mean, 20 minutes at anything over 160 degrees should get you to that point. Gotcha. And obviously, as you're trying to adapt to it, it's going to be... A little little bit sooner
1: than later. Yep. Yep, for sure, of course. So that's why when we were sitting in 190, after about 10 to 15 minutes, we were like, oh, that's where it hit right there. Yep,
0: time to get out.
1: Definitely, for sure.
0: So in your previous experience, how much benefit have you noticed from when you used to use the sun all the time compared to when you didn't have access to a sun?
1: Yeah, for sure. So one of the biggest things that I did notice, like I said, was was for myself being getting more comfortable in uncomfortable situations and just staying calm. It was a big stress reliever for me, like it is for most people, sitting in that sauna and getting those benefits. But then with recovery was huge, especially after a hard leg day, which is one of the things that you can do to promote just a gigantic amount of green and growth hormone to begin with. And what we're doing today. Yep, and what we're doing today. um, We, I would always hop in the sauna after something like that. And that would be huge. And that would, instead of having for myself, when I don't, I don't want to say don't do everything correctly, but for a, let's say my normal training, second day after leg day is the worst. And it is for most people. You'll have your first day after leg day, you're sore. And then the second day it's like, I can't walk so um doing the sauna helps me get rid of that soreness on the second day and then it's just one day of mild soreness and then it's gone so after a very hard leg day so um so we're gonna give that test that out again tonight as well but for the most part um that was some of the two biggest things is staying being able to get that stress relief and stay calm um and just kind of help myself relax a little bit before i did something did something you know strenuous and then also um the recovery aspects right after some a hard lift and i know um dr Rhonda patrick correct yes she uh she said that she used to hop in the sauna for stress relief right before big studies and like um when she would go in for what she said her grad school she would go in before she went to the lab and had to You know, worry about all this tremendous amounts of stress. She said she would go sit in the sauna and it would literally change her mood for the whole day just being able to get those releases. So um, big, big benefits in this and, you know, just stress and everyday healthy living. But then like when we look on it and we kind of dissect it on more of a really fine level, there's so many more things that you could be doing to help your body out. Whether it's the performance side of things, the longevity side of things, muscle recovery, atrophy, like, all that stuff that can help you benefit from it. And it's it's super easy, dude. It's 20 minutes in the sauna after a workout. like Or on rest days. Or on rest days. Like, yeah. How many times have I just gone and sat in the sauna and just, like, relaxed, did an active recovery day? That's fun. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's when it becomes really fun for me. So... Um, just something small that you can do, like if you're training for 60 minutes and you want to throw another 20 minutes in there, super easy. But it's something you can do very, very so – that you can go do every single day after your workout that helps tremendously.
0: Have you noticed post-workout that you don't need nearly as much time in sauna though? Because I feel like my core body temperature is already elevated from like hard training. Yeah,
1: definitely. And you can tell that too, like the by getting in the sauna, especially the new one that's really hot – Um, the amount you sweat is ridiculous. Like sitting in the sauna to begin with, you could sit there for a little bit longer without having to actually break a sweat or, but right afterwards, like it's almost instant, like within the first couple of minutes you break a sweat and it helps out tremendously.
0: For sure. One of the big things going back to the detoxing part of what I brought up, um, estrogens in the body is a huge issue. Like men's testosterone levels have been going down dramatically in the last 40 to 50 years. Like.
1: Absolutely. Cut
0: in, like, half. Yeah. It's insane. And this is from, like, the BPA that's leaching out of plastics into the waters. And so, like, drinking a bunch of water bottles, doing that stuff, we're exposing ourselves to a lot of different things that trigger the... basically trigger estrogen in our body. So, it causes our body to convert testosterone into estrogen Through the aromatase inhibitor, like it's aromatase enzyme, so with this, like every like so many people, there's not many people that have avoided it in the past fifty years. Where you're getting exposed to all these things that are uh, elevating estrogen and in turn lowering free testosterone, and the detoxing aspect is one of the best ways to get rid of uh, the estrogens. You can detox it through sweat.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So that's one big aspect. And I actually put a lot of my clients on a sauna protocol. And it's because we're trying to maximize the hormones in our body in our favor. So maximize the growth hormone that we get throughout the day. Maximize our free testosterone we get every day. And this is going to be things by avoiding plastics and avoiding the input of what's causing the issue but then supplementing and using the sauna to detox anything that we shouldn't be having in our body and that comes from almost everything plastic even the uh, bpa free stuff they've shown that you still have other toxins in there that cause a similar effect
1: yeah absolutely and that's like it Like I said, another huge benefit from doing that stuff and you can decrease, basically what you're saying is you can decrease those levels tremendously by using, by just doing this along with all the other benefits, correct?
0: Yep. So a lot of women too, where you see them, how they store extra fat in their lower body. Yeah. That's an estrogen balance issue. Definitely. And men, the flat tires, everyone calls it. Yep. Like those are signs that you have elevated estrogen among other things. More water, tension, ankles, stuff like that. Yep, for sure. But sun is one of the best ways to get rid of all those extra toxins. And then you got to make sure you're obviously hydrating properly.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's also like using the sauna, another big benefit that people don't really look... Kind of, they look over is the benefits for your brain. Like one of the biggest things that happens. And I'll kind of talk about this so it can better people can better understand how it helps in the sauna. But when you start a brand new program, if you take somebody who hasn't ever lifted before and you start them on a new program, they build muscle and they build strength so much more quickly than me or you. Like if you took somebody brand new that's never been to the gym and put them on a training schedule for four months and put me and you on a training schedule for four months, this guy, the difference, in start to finish from us to them, is going to be huge just because when they do that new those new movements and that new plan they actually help build more nerves like to these areas and strengthen that area and as well as new neurons um to help them
0: yep. the neuron pathways are huge that's yep. why when we talked about uh, mindset and controlling state that's one of the biggest things like whatever you make a habit of your body wires those neurons To put you in that state after a response.
1: So same thing with exercise. So when you start something brand new, you take somebody who's never squat with weight on, and then they start squatting, they get super strong because they could just... like It's literally ridiculous amounts of strength because their body builds these neuron uh, pathways to help them get into those positions easier, helps them get more comfortable. And just by building those neuron pathways, they can get a lot more stronger. Well, actually, using the sauna helps you do the same thing. It activates your brain stem cells that... Will help you produce more new new neurons. So just by doing that, you're keeping your brain in a healthier state because it has to work a little bit harder. But any kind of a small stressful situation, whether it be, a, you know, fasting, which we'll talk a lot about in an episode here in the future, or just during your exercise, short periods of exercise like high intensity interval training, or just even a lift. And then um, as well as just doing like sauna work, that small burst of uncomfortableness for your body helps your brain um, to stay sharp by producing these neurons constantly, which is also, you know, just another one of those numerous benefits that the sauna gives for you. So
0: for sure. Another thing that I'm coming across is they've shown a huge correlation in uh, fertility in men being improved by sauna so
1: i can only imagine i mean what the estrogen suppresses as well i mean that's got to be huge but what does it say it was the biggest reasons for that in there
0: uh, so i'd have to glance over it again i kind of looked at the results first for sure but uh do you have any more to touch on as i'm reading this part
1: yeah for sure so a couple of the things dr marcola has just listed off as some of the benefits Um, Like I said, along with all the numerous ones that we talked about, but lowering your core body temperature during your workload, obviously using the sauna consistently is going to be one of the biggest things that it has. But And I talked about the increased blood flow, but then the increased efficiency of oxygen transport to the muscle. Uh, TJ kind of hit on, you know, the more blood flow you can get to those muscles, the better it's going to be. But if anybody has any goal whatsoever, whether it be gain muscle, lose weight, getting oxygen to your muscles is the number one thing you want to do. So it's going to help help you with, just, with, like I said, any goal that you might have, that's going to be key to getting there. So that's one of the biggest benefits, too, is it helps that oxygen transportation through your, through those blood, uh, through your, through your vessels um, <clears throat> that, are, you know, that helped you increase that blood flow, too. Those two bounce back and forth with each other um, to help you with tremendously with your goals. Um, but then you get a higher sweat rate and a sweat sensitivity just from going into the sauna and using it uh, consistently. And then one of the biggest things too, um, is it does help you, um, increase your red blood cell count. You actually make more red blood cells by just sitting in the sauna and those kind of like what I said, those small, um, quick, intense, uh, Uncomfortable positions you put your body in, so using the sauna is one of the ways that you can help increase that red blood cell count. So, anything more on your fertility?
0: They're saying uh, more studies have to be done to really confirm this. They didn't really show any mechanisms or effects on how it it helped.
1: Probably have a before and after group, and the the after groups had a tremendous amount of. Uh, positives from going to the sauna and fertility, most likely, right?
0: Actually, let's actually just take that out, because the more I'm reading this, the more yeah. I say it really has to be studied more, because they had one case study where they recommended uh, men avoid sauna when they're trying
1: That to, makes sense.
0: Yep. But We'll the, take that out. Yeah, there's another one that... Well, we can leave the part in, but... There, So there should be more studies coming in the future regarding that. Okay. So it would be something to just be on the lookout for if it's something you're dealing with is to potentially just maybe PubMed will publish it once it comes out. Just keep your eye on it. It looks like they have uh, signs on both sides of it that it may benefit or it may negatively affect you. So either way you want to know if you should add on in or take on out based on that goal, specifically. absolutely for sure. Definitely. So, it looks like they will. Sh- they should. This was a two thousand eight study or two thousand eighteen study. So, a lot looking- more
1: to a lot more to come on yeah. this. So, something that they're definitely gonna do.
0: And they're working on it. It says, yeah,
1: so. for sure. Much more research to come on along those lines, and we'll keep you updated on that stuff too um, through, they, through future podcasts. I
0: wonder if they find if they have issues say heat negatively infect uh, affects this. I wonder if the cold shock proteins are cold therapy would increase it then
1: that's a good point because i know a lot of the times especially going through the uh, reproductive side of things through anatomy and physiology class like you want that area of your body to stay cooler because that's where that thrives like your fertility thrives in the colder environment in the cooler environment so i can definitely see the effects of how the fertility would decrease in the sauna because of the rise in the heat but then, like we said, all the other things that go with it would definitely help you increase your fertility outside of it, too. For so. sure.
0: And they've done huge studies on increasing testosterone and fertility with uh, um, infrared light treatments. So their, um, Ben Greenfield's podcast, he's huge on He's always shining lights on his ball sack. <laughs> and it's, he's shooting stem cells in his dick. Like, he does it all. For sure. So if you want to get a little edgy... No, <laughs> our, our podcast will probably get there at some point too, but he's very open about all the crazy things he's done to maximize uh, sexual performance, everything. And wow. one of the big things is uh, the Gaines Wave or red light therapy Directly on your nuts Yeah that's So he said He's been He's had the lights set up And he's done podcasts With his nuts Hanging off the side Of the oh, chair Oh well.
1: well that's great
0: <laughs> So if you listen to Ben Greenfield You probably know That he's been talking to you With his nuts out At some point
1: There you go Well Yeah but yeah, we'll get, definitely, and we have a whole a whole podcast lined up here in the future about fertility and stuff like that, and just overall sex performance and stuff like that as well, so we're going to get into that stuff as well, but several different things, like like we said about the sauna, that can help that area out, and it's definitely it's, it's a topic that obviously we've just kind of talked about, that they're doing more and more research on, because there are so many benefits, and Even Dr. Markolis, you know, he asked the question, is this the next performance enhancing drug per se is using the sauna? Because there are so many benefits that you can use um, that you can gain from using this and taking advantage of this. And it's such a it's like is I can't describe to people how easy this is, like how easy it is just to throw this in your schedule and how relaxing and how nice it is. Like it'll be one of the things that you start doing and you'll look forward to going to the sauna after your workout. And it's a great way to unwind, too, after a workout, too. Like I said, stay calm, like get into that mindset of, oh, the workout's over, I'm going to go sit in the sauna for a little bit. And then once you're out, like I said, the best part, when I told you the other day, the best part about going to the sauna is getting out of the sauna, literally, because it feels so amazing. (laughs) But um, yeah, one of the biggest things that I enjoy from it, and like I said, as easy as it is, everyone should be implementing that into their workout plans
0: yeah and the this conclusion that all these studies came to is just showing benefit, 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 benefit. like the only things that they said potentially had a negative effect is still under study because it wasn't like a like real definitive thing. They're like it may not benefit this aspect, but there was not one conclusive thing. Where there was a negative, uh, negative side of using saunas regularly.
1: Definitely, for sure. And if you, that's the biggest thing is using them regularly. I will say that uh, there have been a couple studies done for blood pressure and using the sauna. If you have higher blood pressure, like hypertensive, you do not want to use the sauna, but if you if it's one of the things where you use it regularly, that's gonna help your blood pressure in the long run. So if you're worried about that eventually one day, using the using the sauna will help you control your blood pressure later on. But other than that, like that's one of the other benefits too, just from getting in and using it and implementing it into your plan.
0: Yeah, and they're saying more research is needed to identify the mechanisms on how it increases all these. So they're going to go into the science of what triggers what triggers what that causes the positive effect from it. But, yeah, everything in this 2018 study, which, I mean, I like the information that's in here, so maybe...
1: Yeah, they're just going to keep adding to it then.
0: Yeah, maybe you can, since you're the genius behind the audience... <laughs> yeah. All that stuff, you can put this link in there because there's a lot of other cool links out of it, too. There's a lot of good information in here.
1: For sure, and we'll throw some links on there. I'm going to throw the one for this one I'm reading about, Dr. Morcola's link and his little write-up here because that's a really good one for everyone to look over if they want a little bit more information on all this stuff, too, as well. Um, But one of the biggest places I know this has been something saunas obviously the studies on the benefits of them are something that's fairly new now i say fairly new i mean they haven't been something that's been highly studied for years and years and years but um one of the places what was it was it finland finland has been using like they said over 90 percent of everybody in finland uses a sauna on a regular daily basis like it's just you know, everybody, like, it's just, it's a part of their way of life over there, um, they and made a
0: joke that there's more, sauna, more saunas than people, Sauna,
1: more saunas than people over in Finland, which is, it's crazy, but yeah, they use it regularly, so mo- a lot of the studies that are done are done over there, especially on the longevity side of things, on the performance side of things, you can grab, you know, a lot of people, but if you want a mass amount of people that are just doing it every day as it is, then it was really easy for them to go over there and pull a couple people from there and do some studies on. So that's where a lot of these, especially the older studies, have come from that area because it's used, and it's been used for a long, long time, but they're just now trying to figure out what exactly you can benefit from.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I don't know how to quantify it, but Dr. Rhonda Patrick said there was a 44% decrease in all-cause mortality when they track people uh, for they said 25 years and the percent of them dying from like a cardiovascular disease and stuff like that went down tremendously. And then things like Alzheimer's and everything like that, they've seen a 44% decrease in onset of any of those issues. Yeah.
1: And I talked about the brain health and how it helps you like it helps those brain stems like release more neurons. Like that's a direct correlation like, any kind of a brain health problem, whether it be Alzheimer's or whatever it may be, it's it's going to be huge, huge benefits in that aspect of keeping your brain in top shape along with the rest of your body. Like I said, man, it's just like... And the more we do research on this, I just think, why would I ever go to a gym that didn't have a sauna? <laughs>
0: Literally, tr- the gym we previously switched from, they had a board of like what to get in, what to get in. I've brought up sauna like four different times and they told they said no even though they were looking to bring more equipment in yeah like dude saunas
1: are necessary yep you'd benefit way more from a sauna than from a machine that probably won't get used that much (laughs) yeah but yeah no so it was just it was a fun gym to be at for a little while but after a while it was like I can't lift here that much longer (laughs)
0: my lifts personally sucked there yeah because like if I had no motivation I'm very competitive too and sometimes there was not a soul to be found.
1: Yeah, definitely, and that's one of the best things, especially with a gym that you go to more often. Whether it be whatever the the fitness like the level yep. is, you know, it keeps you motivated because you're either one of the top ones there, or you have several other people who are bigger than you or better than you, and you wanna you wanna be better than them too. So, it keeps you going pretty heavy. But when you go to a gym that nobody has, nobody else is there, it's hard to walk in and go. Look at yourself in the mirror and go, yeah, I'm gonna get you know yeah. jacked when this, there's no one there and it's quiet. And sometimes they didn't have the music playing, and it was just yeah. like since um, we're both and, so
0: focused on increasing our income and you setting up a good situation for your family, me building yeah for sure uh, passive income and getting assets that are gonna line up for me building a great situation for my family in the future. Like since I moved here, my focus was so business oriented. And I was—I just finished a 12-week rehab on my knee that I was in the gym every day, but it was very, very light, mild, just normal exercise. And I was just eating a keto-style diet, managing inflammation, and just driving, killing it in the business side of things. So my training, my sales position, like everything was focused around building assets and creating Definitely. a good situation. And since we've started training together, like... First training partner I've had Oh yeah. In a long time.
1: Since like high school I'd say. <laughs> yeah.
0: And my workouts have been so much better. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. The intensity's been a lot better and even though like some some days we will get out of there with doing less like exercises than what I would than I would normally be used to, but I feel like I'm a lot more sore and the intensity was so much higher. Like doing our chest day yesterday, dude, like just being able to have like me try to do the same things as you do even though you're like literally hulk when it comes to chest workouts which is ridiculous but i would try to do half of what you did and like it would push me hard because i'm like i don't want to drop down any less than this and i try to rep it out but literally like i said i'm super crazy sore today even though we did Probably two exercises or one or two exercises less than what I would normally do for chest. I'm so much more sore because the intensity is just so much higher. So
0: and when we both focus on performance, so we may we're holding each other accountable because we know how a movement's supposed to be performed and how to lower exactly. tension. Exactly. So there's no cheating because both of us are trained eyes watching each other. So we're not cheating. We're really contracting and making sure we're getting the most out of that movement. Exactly. And then the intensity. We're pushing those sets farther. So you don't need nearly as much. Sometimes I'll go in and, like, training back. I'll have some of the craziest back workouts. And people will finish be like, that's all we're doing. I'll be like, I know you weren't contracting (laughs) nearly as hard as I was.
1: Yeah, definitely, for sure. And that's one of the biggest things that we've gotten with training with each other. But we obviously, when we started this thing, we said we'd be pretty transparent with where we're at. Do you want to tell them them where we're at uh, physically?
0: Yeah, so. Fuck we took the pictures the other day of me, and I am not currently happy with my physique.
1: TJ is not happy at all. He's, we'll leave it at that.
0: Because <laughs> yeah, for a while, I was back in the 230s, and last time I was 239, I was in great shape on stage. I got down to two, like 223 and fat, like quite a bit more body fat than I'm used to, like... I don't remember the last time I was walking around with over 10% body fat, and I definitely was as of like six weeks ago probably. For sure. And then I'm back up to the 245 range where I'm used to being about 260 with less body fat. So I'm just climbing back up. We took some before pictures that are disgusting. So I got about, I'm going to do five weeks and see what kind of difference we can make.
1: Yep. yeah absolutely right so we're hitting it i mean hitting it off strong and we've been so like you said you've been so business oriented and for myself too like it's been it's been harder getting in the gym especially starting a newer job know uh, this is my third weekend so i'm just now getting the hang of everything and getting the groove but um since you've been so business oriented and especially how stressful things have been lately for both of us it's you know with the high stress levels we try everything in our power and everything that we possibly can to keep that stress low um, so that way our bodies can still get the benefits from our training because like we, we'll we talk about more and we've said it bef- before too, like if your cortisol levels are high, you can't get nothing done, nothing. Literally, it's ridiculously hard to do anything, whether it be muscle growth or uh, fat loss. So, but uh, along with that, obviously, like we said, we'd be transparent with how we were doing and we want we want you guys to be transparent with the way you guys are doing too and let us know how you're doing on your fitness journeys. But um, we are pushing hard in the gym every day and trying to make stuff happen uh personally i've been down in the last two weeks i've dropped about 10 pounds and i've kept my muscle mass pretty high i'm gonna go in sometime soon and do a body fat percentage check on myself because hopefully we can get it back underneath 20 which is where where i need to start before i can start thinking about getting getting down into where I really want to be, which is hopefully right around 10 to 12. Um, So, but the lowest I've been body fat percentage in my life is around 16, 17%. I definitely want to get lower than that. So that'll be a huge push for myself, but taking a little bit at a time. um, That's my biggest goal right now. And your biggest goal is to gain weight and put on more muscle, right?
0: Yeah. Kind of get back to where I'm used to being. It's weird. Normally, I don't want to sound cocky, but normally when I'm in a gym, like, people kind of look towards me for like, holy
1: shit. I mean, they still look at you. I mean, you're shifting around in your chair right now and I can see the veins running through your arms. So <laughs> it's still pretty good. I mean, I'm, I know it's not the same as what you're used to, but everybody has this point personally where, with, with where they want to be. And it's, I mean, it's easy to tell I'm not where I'm at and you're not where you want to be at. So getting to that point is going to be a struggle, but we're going to get there. It's every day at a time. So
0: yeah always made good food choices. People know I don't really eat garbage, like, at all. It's just I've trained myself, like, my reward system. Like, I am I never feel deprived of stuff because I train myself. I'm the type of person that I don't eat sugar. I don't eat that stuff, and I just don't crave it anymore because I've trained my mind around that. So, like, I've attacked it from the psychology side of things. And my nutrition was always pretty good even when I lost all that weight. Yeah. But I would just, I would do like a fasting or like a keto style. But then I got in a groove where the worst thing I eat is protein bars. And I excessively eat protein bars. Yeah. I have a real issue with fucking protein bars. Oh, man. They're, they're amazing, delicious. though. <laughs> I literally have had days where I've ate nothing but protein bars. Oh, yeah. I've been there. So, like, <laughs> Quest bars, Blue Fit bars. Like, and. What was all, the
1: one that I tried? You made me try the other day. What was that one?
0: Uh, oh, it was the. Um, the, it was the real food bar.
1: Yeah, real food. Fu- yeah, bar. I think that's what it was. Real food bar.
0: Yeah, it used to be John Middle's company. Since he's got out of it, they kind of switched it. They used to have to be refrigerated. They used mm-hmm. to be like that's what you were telling me. Food bars. Now they're shelf stable, which they're they've had to add some stuff in to make them shelf stable. But yeah, like I've always ate good quality food, but there was points where I got in where. I would be eating pretty high calories based on just eating a ton of protein bars throughout the day. And that's kind of when I looked my worst is when I was just eating nothing but protein bars, it seemed like. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, getting back – I'm back on my nutrition protocol
1: that
0: I'm used to. So, I I think in about a week, like, I will – Bring my body fat down
1: quite a bit. Oh yeah, definitely. And, you know, like we talked about personally with like work and stuff like that, it's going to get a lot better too for you here soon. So once that once that goes, it's gonna it's gonna literally be nine day difference between like your stress levels and stuff like that. So, but that's like like I said, another reason why we do the sauna is to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations. That way, when these things hit, we just like the sauna. You get in, it's hot, and you don't want to be there, but you can focus on relaxing and enjoying the uncomfortableness. So, right.
0: And stress has never been something that, like, stopped me or I used it as an Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: But, like, sometimes it takes more... It definitely takes more mental energy to get things going when it's been a bad cycle for... for sure. uh, Probably this month has been one of my roughest months for uh, new deals in a long time. Even though I did get a lot of things to progress to a closer stage of getting paid out on them. Like, the new deal number has been lower than i'm used to but it's because i put so much focus on trying to get things finished up so i can get paid on them because that became a pressing factor for sure so we'll see after i get paid out this month which should be a a really good month we kind of talked about it personally just before starting the podcast yeah but that should help next month, just be ready oh, to grind for the new deal. Definitely,
1: meals. for sure. And that's like I said, that's gonna pick you up big time and once that once that helps get in check, you're just gonna see that stuff in the gym happen so much more easily, I feel like. But
0: and my new program that I just put out, like
1: Oh yeah, that's put a a program. Very simple
0: one around like detox and the managing inflammation and everything. I'm getting great feedback from that. Oh, for already. sure. Definitely. It's been and live
1: for like three days and, and there's some, everybody can benefit from like literally no matter what it is, it where you're at and you're like lifting or fitness, like career. Like if you're a beginner, fresh start now, and it's amazing information. If you've been out there for a little bit moderate, you know, mid to moderate, it's something that you probably heard a little bit on, but need a little bit well versing on and If you're advanced and you've done it for a long time, it's probably something that you've overlooked to be honest with you. So a lot of different yeah. things that anybody can benefit from. And yeah that program looking at that myself dude like it's just like i said a great refresher but then it's stuff that i can also it's, it hits in the back of my head like oh yeah like better make sure i do this or that whatever it may be so it's a great program but where can uh, our listeners go find that at
0: uh so right now i've been just sharing the links on my social media so my personal facebook my uh savage or average facebook page it's on there um Oh, we can, I have the link, so we can probably yeah. put it in the show. We'll notes. put a link
1: up there too, um, just give everybody an idea for it as well. But yeah, for the most part, we got we got this thing going, rolling pretty well. Um, like we said last week, we're gonna do. Our last episode, we're gonna to try to do two two episodes per week here. So pretty excited to get that guy rolling on podcasts and keep it going. But like always, if, it, if anybody has questions, send it head on collisionpodcast at gmail dot com. We'll be happy to answer them, whether it be on on the podcast, whether it be off the podcast. We do personal stuff, and we also do it you know public for everybody. Like we said, we're transparent, so whatever it may be Um, and whatever questions you may have too, we're going to cover a bunch of stuff and we're going to keep it pretty open-ended so
0: it's going to be so fun once we start getting to dive into like specific oh absolutely so we can know exactly what we need to address to provide the most value absolutely right now we're like we're hitting a lot of things pretty broad just because we don't know exactly what people need to hear yet so we're still working on finding that obviously these big concepts will help most people, but I like really getting into the specifics, like obviously I'm not a doctor, but with nutrition and supplementation and exercise, I've helped a lot of people that were paying tons and tons of money at the doctors trying to figure stuff out and there's a lot of chronic diseases that can be taken care of through nutrition and proper supplementation
1: Absolutely, or even a holistic approach that not many people miss, we're pretty well versed on all that stuff, so the benefits of everything and you know, especially little problems or especially inflammation or stuff like that, we can help recommend you guys. Like anybody, like I've done several so much different stuff things,
0: for like rehab of joints and yes, like post surgery. Like I've known people that had uh, surgeries, ACL, shoulder surgeries. That we've reduced, we cut the time that they were supposed to recover in in half. Yeah, like they went in for a checkup that was supposed to be like a halfway point checkup, and they got cleared yeah absolutely sport or whatever the case was,
1: and along with the supplementation, like the exercise and workout plans too, like I used to obviously have the certification and functional movement systems like after that stuff happens, like going through something like that, it's super easy to like pick and choose different exercises that will help you get better at that whatever it is that you hurt and make it back to where it was supposed to be and help strengthen up very similar to what a physical therapist would put you through so um doing stuff like that um. Is just huge benefits, especially for like you said, post surgery. But when you counter it with the nutrition and the new exercise that we can offer, uh, we put together an amazing couple plans for everybody. But what are we going to talk about here soon in the future? I know we're going to do on an intermittent fasting.
0: I think intermittent fasting is going to be the next one because yeah, that, that's a component of the program I put together too.
1: Absolutely, it has
0: amazing benefits. And like I told you off the podcast. It's something that you should look into more and more the older you get. So once you hit 40s, 50s, 60s, you should be looking at increasing your fasting window for keeping elevated growth hormones for longer periods of time without affecting it with food.
1: Absolutely. And that's something I've been doing too along with the carb cycling like we talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, the carb cycling's been huge for me, and to kind of help me lose that weight and lose that body fat. But then I've also paired it up now with the intermittent fasting. So I'll talk about that a lot. But this morning, all I've had this morning black coffee. I mean, it's what we're running at twelve forty-five, about ready to hit my eating window around two. So I've got about another hour to go. But yeah, I, I did Alpha Brain from Onnit, which was worked amazing this morning with my black coffee. But yeah, I got the Alpha Brain in. and We both got that in before the podcast. So feel like the podcast went really really smooth cuz of it. So, definitely can tell that it benefit a huge benefit from when I take it and from when I don't take it.
0: And the difference from morning and night. So, in the morning with Alpha brand coffee, way better podcast oh,
1: for sure. It goes super smooth, but yeah. So, that's one of the things that, you know, I try to implement especially before the podcast and since I'm obviously since I'm in school right now too. Every day for school. That's just one of those things that helps out amazing. But yeah. So this morning just running on Alpha Brain and Black Coffee for my fast. And I'm about ready to break that baby at two. Get a low carb day today for my carb cycling too as well. And just hit it off. Hit this the rest of the week off pretty hard. And then uh, get another episode recorded here, hopefully at the end of the week as well. And just kinda see where we're at. So
0: Exactly. I can't wait for the intermittent fasting one. That's oh, gonna for be sure.
1: Good. It's going to be amazing. So we'll post that next week. And anything else for the listeners?
0: As of now, that should be it. We Go four days a week at least. Get in the sauna for 15 to 20 minutes. You yes. will notice a difference.
1: Yes. Give it a shot. Check the temperatures out. Like we said, around 140, 165 degrees for 20 minutes, right? Or right. 160 minimum.
0: 160 is where they... Was doing all the studies for 20 minutes
1: yeah so get in the sauna uh, four times a week 160 degrees make sure you check that temperature out and sit in there for at least 20 minutes to feel that protein shock release because that's where you get the biggest benefits from it and be comfortable with being in that uncomfortable environment focus on that
0: if you're using a corporate gym take a picture of the temperature in the sauna and tag us on instagram at the head on collision podcast on instagram
1: yep and we'll give you a little shout out here on the podcast let everybody know you're doing 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 your uh doing your workout plan your routine well and you're getting the benefit from it so
0: right and just because i'm gonna test if my brother mike listens all the way through the podcast i know you use the sauna if you don't take a picture of the sauna temperature i'm gonna know you didn't finish this podcast all
1: right all right calling him out calling out. well get on there mike we're uh There we go, and that's a wrap.